0: All right, we're recording. You ready? Yep.
1: Can you hear me? <laughs> I, w- I just plugged <coughs> myself in for crying out loud. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. yes, We're ready now? <laughs> Everybody plugged in? Howdy ho! Welcome to the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards podcast for the week of May 16, 2011. This is episode 104. I'm Chris Bevelo, president of Interval. We are the healthcare marketing agency that puts on this fine show. And I am joined today in studio by...
1: Jackie Rotaco, account coordinator with Interval.
0: And Adam Meyer, creative director at Interval. Yo, what's, yo. Up? what's up? Taxes. A chicken's ass when it eats. That's what a buddy of mine used to always say when I'd ask him what's up. A chicken's
2: ass when I'm it Confucius.
1: Eats.
0: That's
2: I don't understand. I it's guess up. I get it, yeah. That's Not. like a stretch. Somebody to like lay around oh. and think of that. There's a farming community. I grew up that's in a farming cute. community. It's t- a chicken.
0: <laughs> You're Confucius? I've never heard that. That's pretty good. <laughs> Confucius. Okay, saint. well that's
2: a new one on me. That's a good one.
0: Man who I'll keep that. fought in church, sit in own pew.
2: That's great. I think we've already (laughs) had that on the podcast. podcast. Have we? This is like deja vu, warp. But for the new folk who are joining us, that's a joke they may not have heard before. By the way, we need to go back a couple podcasts in our update section because nobody answered the question, which comedian said, go mice, let's win for the pink and white. Oh, that's right. You don't know? Who was it? George Carlin.
1: Did you just have like a revelation that no one...
2: Do you have a revelation. Give any feedback on that? No, I have a revelation that we always put that stuff out there and then we never follow up with it. <laughs> so we always go, hey, you know, somebody tell us what this is and then we never, ever say what it actually is. I had that revelation.
1: I wonder why no one weighed in.
2: Probably no one knows. What the heck? You have to Oops. be my age. It was in the 70s. I'm
1: going to start throwing more relevant tidbits of information Trivia. out there. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's pretty <laughs> relevant.
1: I had no clue what you were talking about. I know.
2: He's very funny. I I, highly recommend going back and listening to George Carlin. Yes. He was like Jerry Seinfeld before Jerry Seinfeld with the F-bomb. The only George Carlin I hear now, though, is
0: Thomas the Train. Not the same. He is is occasionally the voice of Thomas the Train. It's either George Carlin, Alec Baldwin, or Ringo Starr. Those are the three voices of Thomas the Train. There might be somebody For else real? too. For real, or are you just mm-hmm. guessing? No, I'm, I'm. Oh wow, serious. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know, know that. Yep, I have seen a lot. There's I have seen a lot trivia. of Thomas the Train lately. Yes. Shunting trucks and
2: hauling freight.
0: I'll give you one more George Carlin, and
2: then we'll we'll recap. So his one of his most famous lines is: He's just like Jerry Seinfeld. He observes what goes on, and then he comments on it. How stupid it is. And so one of his famous lines is something about when you go to the airport and they tell you to get on the plane. It is now time to get on the plane. He's like, "F that! I'm getting in the plane." <laughs> he was
0: a great. He was that was a tragic loss to the world of comedy, in my opinion. He is was he, hilarious. He's dead, isn't he? Yeah,
2: he died. I totally forgot a while that. ago now. Yeah, I didn't even know he was sick. <laughs> That's a joke. I think you it would was never tell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, we were at the mission conference yesterday. We Quick, who can say what mission stands for? Go. Minnesota Healthcare Care Society. Uh, crap.
1: <laughs> Minnesota <laughs> Health <laughs> and... Minnesota Health Strategy and Communications there Network. There
2: you go. Nice. Oh, ding, ding, ding. Minnesota I Health should know that, though. Care or Health. Minnesota Health. health. You mean you health. should You should know that? Just Minnesota Health Strategy and Communications Network. Mm-hmm. It's basically our version of Ishmapur, Chippermis, Shushmid.
1: At a state level?
2: A state level. Well... Mm-hmm. Miss and Ishmapur, Ishmapura. And Whippermis. And Whippermis. Those are state levels. <laughs> Shishman's and national levels. So bad. Whatever. We all know what it is, right? Okay. So I didn't get to come until the end because I actually had a, I did a webinar on measurement for <clears throat> Ishmapura, mm-hmm. Illinois Society for Marketing and Public Relations Society. So I only got to come for drinks which is not a bad thing. Perfect timing. So how was the content? It
1: was good. It was good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Exactly the same thing. (laughs)
1: And on to the next topic.
2: No, there was a speaker what what did you learn? What was the one thing you took away that was a surprise to you that really changes how you think about healthcare marketing?
1: Big booty, big booty, big booty.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Big booty, big booty, big booty. You're going to have to give that some context. context.
0: There was a, um, the final speaker of the day was uh, a, Improv comedian or instructor for improv improv classes, as well as an mm-hmm. author, as well as a kind of a motivational or inspirational uh, speaker who does corporate stuff. I guess a lot. So he had a lot of great things to say. Actually, he's a funny guy. He spoke mainly about productivity, productivity, and um, having uh, productive meetings that don't like stifle creativity or mm-hmm. stifle people people's ideas. Um, That's a stupid idea. I know. I know. <laughs> But just a lot but of we good, liked it. Yeah, yeah, we really like it. We we're Jack and I are both like taking down notes. You know, we we're having flashbacks to meetings where we we're all sitting around staring at each other. <laughs> what like, well, when? Yeah, we know that never Maybe happens around here. <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, but no, just, I mean, and just just like simple tips, like you know, stop sitting around a table, stand up. You know, um, that'll never happen. Meetings, meetings where you don't say no. You, you know, only say yes and only encourage ideas to come out. Um, just, you know, a lot of things where you're like, yeah, we should do that. But a lot of times, you know, I think people just, in theory, it's great. In practice, but I don't think a lot of
2: people. We should create do that. little uh, laminated cards that have those rules on them and then pull them out with every meaning so that you remember. Because it's not that you don't believe in them, it's just right. you forget.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Well, in the big booty reference, that was actually a game that he, that kind of wakes up your mind that he had us play. Yeah. And it was.
2: Did it work? Just in time to have drinks because he well, was on at the end, right?
1: Yeah, I mean it was a great idea for the last slot of the day, right? Because I feel like that's when everyone's kind of like, okay, night night. Yeah. But he did a great job, and mm-hmm. the content. A lot of it was um, more mobile. A lot of mobile stuff. Yeah. Yeah. On the but move. Was, mm-hmm. But it was good stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good did speakers. you learn anything about mobile that you didn't know? Uh um, That surprised you.
0: I think a lot of what we've. Discussed in the past, um, a lot of what we talk about was just inf- uh, reaffirmed. Um, yeah, I don't think there was a lot of new stuff there, but it was nice to hear um, from other professionals that uh, you know, they're, they're thinking the same thing, they're going the same direction, they think things are moving the same way that we've been preaching. So yeah, that's cool. that's a good. That's reaffirming or reassuring. Yeah, oh.
1: cool. And I will say that uh, in the happy hour, we had a fine gentleman tell us that he was a podcast listener.
0: Yes, from. Uh, up Nord. Yes, it wasn't Duluth. Near, uh, Hinkley? No. Duluth. Was it Duluth? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yep. Awesome. And uh, he was wondering why the malt liquor wasn't present at our yes. conference like we oh. promised. <laughs> somebody, somebody
2: did follow yeah, up on that. Yeah, he was expecting 40. Do you remember his name? We should send him a case or a bottle.
1: I do. His name was.
2: Okay, well, we'll send him. We'll have to send him. Wait, we he have, knows who he is if he's listening. He knows well, who he is. Yeah. He it's a free water bottle. We probably should,
0: considering we don't want to expose him to our thousands of listeners, listeners without uh, explicit permission, permission. that we can to put a name state his out name out there.
1: So we don't want to embarrass him in front of millions of people.
0: <laughs> Keep
2: it, this is true. Well, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, I thought that was. How can fun we not to hear. Have malt
2: liquor? I should have walked in with the whole case of it.
1: I know. Can you buy it by
2: the case? <laughs> I don't think you can no oh yeah clue. you can you can buy a case of all well i mean yes. like the
0: 40s because yeah. it had to be a
2: 40 that i remember 40.
0: i specifically remember a college party where somebody came walking in with a case full of mickey's 40s that is wow. awesome that's gonna be a big case so it was a big it was a big box because yeah.
1: they're 40 ounce beers <laughs> yeah
0: and then there's wow. the game where you tape them to your hand and you can't untape it until it's finished no, we never I think had it's that. called
2: Edward Beer Hands or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> now that
1: makes sense. Think about how
2: what we grew up with. I don't know if they do this now, but we had the beer bust, <laughs> where you, they would they would lock the bathroom doors in a bar. You ever have this? No. And beer was like a nickel a glass until somebody had to go pee. Oh, that's healthy. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> People passing out left and right, but in puddles of their own. That's right. No, that would have counted. You couldn't pee at all, just not in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's move on from that awesome time. Well, anything else from the Mission Conference?
1: Nah. No. 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 Good networking. It was, was, yeah.
0: Beautiful location, the Arboretum down in beautiful Chaska Minnesota. Yeah, I've Mm -hmm. never been there. It was very pretty. Amazing. Lots of plant life. Yeah. Allergy allergy sufferers' worst (laughs) dream.
1: That's true.
2: Okay, let's Mm -hmm. move on to the next topic ROI. Roy? Yeah,
1: buzzkill. Why is it a buzzkill? I don't know. We were just talking about malt liquor and now we're talking about ROI. The two
2: go (laughs) hand in hand. What if you can measure ROI in malt liquor?
1: On malt liquor? In
2: malt liquor. Like the number of cases of malt liquor sold per surgical encounter. I defy you to come up with a way to use malt liquor to build ROI for hospital marking effort.
1: Watch to me. Build, I could, you could use it to measure.
0: <laughs> Your charts and graphs, they could be bar graphs, and you could just use, like, you could fill the glass up to the you know proper percentage point. Could be.
2: yeah. Well, ROI, we're going to talk about it, despite Jackie's sourness.
1: No, that's fine. You
2: love ROI, and you I know do. it.
1: I dream about it all
2: the time. I actually got to meet somebody who's <laughs> struggling mightily to build ROI. Janir Dominguez, who is the e-marketing manager at Mount Sinai Medical Center in Miami Beach, Florida. So I talked to him last week. I got to know him through Joel Cessna, who is a Orlando Party Boat foundational member. Do you remember what that was? <laughs> <clears throat> He's from uh, Medicom. Have we mentioned them before? Medicom? The fact that they're right down the street. I don't think we've no, mentioned think them so. um,
0: specifically on the Maybe.
2: show. Yeah.
1: On our 100th podcast.
2: Joel was part of the... He was part of the... He has submission for our 100th podcast. He yes, did. he did. He did. Well, they they do uh, online health risk assessments and we got to know them. They, they literally have an office two blocks from us mm-hmm. and we didn't know that. And uh, through circumstances we won't get into, we met them and now they're our friends and colleagues. And so Joel said... Janir and his organization up with an online uh, cardiovascular risk assessment. Okay. And Janir's been trying to build the ROI for it. And so what he's been able to determine, so they had this thing up for uh, two months, and in two months, the health risk assessment generated 515 assessments. So that's how many tests were taken. 150 emails from people requesting a report. So if you wanted the report... Back like PDF to you. You could see the results, but if you wanted, you had to give them an email. Uh, Thirty requests for a physician referral and twenty patients admitted for care of some kind. So that's pretty impressive that's pretty for just the two months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What Janir's trying to do is tie that back to an actual ROI number, and he's running into the difficulty that uh, is so common, which is, you know, it's not getting the technology in place, it's not knowing how to calculate ROI. It's not getting the statistics that we just measured or talked about. It's actually working with the finance department to figure out how much did each of those encounters bring in mm-hmm. so we can calculate the contribution margin to know this is what this encounter brought the organization after variable costs. Uh, and we can start adding those up and saying this is in total what we're bringing to the organization that we would not have anyway. Right. So it's a very common, common uh Challenge, Mm -hmm. let's say. So common. I hear it everywhere. And uh, there's all kinds of solutions for it, but basically it just takes uh, building a relationship with the right people, being patient, kind of uh, doing favors in return for the folks in finance, building your case for why you need this. A lot of times they're really uh, skeptical of releasing that information to marketing or they're concerned that, Marketing will take the information and misinterpret it or mispresent it in some way. So uh, it's a big challenge. It's kind of unfortunate that uh, to demonstrate the true effectiveness of your marketing effort, the biggest stumbling block is your own finance people. That just seems like weird and ironic. ironic yeah. yeah, but it's it's really common. So he's working on that. Uh, we'll have a blog post on this uh, that kind of tells that story. But I just thought it was interesting to share. Uh, I also wanted to bring this up in the context of reminding people that we have a group on LinkedIn dedicated to this. Mm-hmm. We have the Hospital Marketing Measurement Group. So if you're on LinkedIn, you can go out and search for that and become a member. And I think we're up to 150,000. Oh, just under no, 150. It's okay. pretty guys. good. What's that? That's pretty good. <laughs> it is pretty good. Uh, and so we get a lot of a lot of. Conversation going in there. That's more than I've got in my LinkedIn group, which (laughs) Which is is what—just myself, just (laughs) Adam's group. Come join it. Nobody else is welcome. But we posted this question uh, there just last week or this week. Well, if you're listening to this podcast last week, okay. How do you deal with finance? How do you get the information you need so you can build ROI calculations? And we all remember how to calculate ROI, right? E equals mc squared. Mm -hmm. Close.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's about right. <laughs> it's
2: very simple. You ready for the formula? Ooh. You take the net revenue from your initiative. So whatever money you brought in that's left over after expenses. E. That's usually called the contribution margin. You subtract the marketing expense, whatever the expense of the, uh, your effort was. MC. You find out what that was. You divide that by the marketing expense. Squared. And whatever the result is, you multiply by 100 and that will give you a percentage. So, for example, if you brought in $5,000, now I'm going to give you a better example. This is really bad. If you bring in $10,000 in contribution me. margin, okay, from whatever, let's say from five surgeries of some kind, and you spent $5,000 in search engine marketing to drive those in, so $10,000 - $5,000 equals
1: $5,000. Right.
2: And then you divide it again by the marketing expense, which was $5,000. So 5000 divided by 5000 equals? One. One. Multiply that by 100, it gives you? One million. <laughs> 100. 100. Thank you. 100%. So in that scenario, your your ROI is 100%, oh, cool. which basically means you doubled your money, right? Mm-hmm. 0% means you broke even. So if you're at zero, that means you didn't bring in $1 more $1 less than what you spent. But a hundred percent increase is basically doubling what you spent. That would be a good, typically a good ROI.
1: That's pretty cool
2: result. So it's that simple to calculate. Uh, the difficulty is filling in those blanks, figuring out what the net revenue is, the contribution margin, which you know can vary. You, it varies on payer mix. It varies on specific type of reimbursed. You mm-hmm. know, um, DRG. Just to get really nitty gritty on it. So even if you're talking about something as simple as joint replacement surgery. Uh, there's variations of joint replacement surgery and the DRGs are different. You get reimbursed different depending on the insurance and la, 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 la. So figuring all that out can be a real pain in the boot, but you can do it. Mm -hmm. So anywho, just want to remind people to to keep striving for that. And kudos to Janir for fighting that fight. And we are going to have Janir on this show. I'm stating that publicly. Mark his words. He is also a listener and he wants to be on the show and we want guests Hosts, okay. So Jackie will make that happen. Okay. Okay. Uh, how are we doing? Oh, we're doing okay on time. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about a video that you surfaced, Adam, um, a few weeks ago, and it's called "The Last Advertising Agency on Earth," and it's I'm going to tell what it's about, and then I'm t- talk about the irony of it. It's basically about. It's got like this it's like a little documentary a little video, and right. it's kind of telling the tale of the last ad agency on earth mm-hmm. uh, because ad agencies you know while everybody was trying to change and use new media new channels and social media and all these new approaches, ad agencies just kept coming back to you should be doing television <clears throat> and you should be doing television uh, and they didn't really get it, and then they started dropping off one by one till there was only one left and then they disappeared right uh, and so it's it's kind of funny, and they show you know we were laughing at. To kind of show the clips of the ad agency people like partying binge the drinking. whole time. Yeah, being <laughs> yeah. drinking and being crazy. And um, and so the end the, the end message of it is ad agencies need to adapt. hmm It's ironic that it was produced by Saatchi and Saatchi which is like the world's g- most gigantor ad agency.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So okay. <laughs> well, I'm guessing they're
1: <clears throat> maybe they get it.
2: Evolving. You guess wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I would assume that there are
2: components of Sachi and Sachi, but if anybody's guilty of it, it's the gigantic. There's like three giant ad agencies in the world. Did you know that? All agencies are are owned by one of three giant conglomerates. Who owns us? Sachi and (laughs) Sachi, WPP. I I don't even know what they are. Great. Who owns us? We are self made. We are are owned by no man.
0: (laughs) No man's group?
2: Sachi and Sachi, if you're out there, we're listening. (laughs) Yeah, call me. (laughs) So anyway, I think that's ironic. It's a funny video. We'll post the link on our show notes. But some of the comments were interesting in themselves, right? So first there's a comment like this. Awesome, just awesome. And true, of course, I'm glad I'm working for an agency that has this kind of thinking in its backbone. (laughs) So almost kind of like, hey, that's really true. It's not me. It's not our agency, (laughs) but it's true. Um, (laughs) Here's one that says... Uh, Why do people always use British guys to deliver the bad news? Uh, Here's one that says, Statistically dubious, mildly patronizing, and about three years too late to be relevant. The internet isn't going to destroy the ad agency. Blogs aren't going to destroy TV. The internet forces a more open dialogue, sure. It makes it harder to cover up a bad product with a good ad. All true. Mm -hmm. The internet is the world's largest communications tool, connecting you with thousands of people you wouldn't otherwise be able to connect with. Good advertising understands this. Bad advertising doesn't. Well said. Yeah, which is interesting that somebody leaves that comment when that's
0: they're basically restating exactly what the the point that the video is trying to get across,
2: right? Yes, he, he does yeah, call it statistically too. dubious, ironic, and patronizing. But then he goes on to repeat. Yeah, right. <laughs> Here's another good comment. Hope they vanish soon. Ad bastards. Ad <laughs> bastards. That'd be a great name for an agency. I like that. That would be perfect for our agency. That'd be a good name
0: for them. We popcorn. already use yeah, bastards. We do. We're not, we should be consistent. We should be consistent in
2: our use of bastards.
1: Oh, no longer interval. Let's just be called ad bastards.
2: What do you think of this one? (laughs) Blogging is killing at least bad ad advertising agencies. That's a fact. How is it? How so? (laughs) I don't know. Anyway. Anywho, good times. (laughs) Okay, one more thing to talk about. Uh, and, you know, we wanted to bring this up, and I was trying to think of how to fit this into the context of healthcare marketing. marketing. Uh, and we wanted to talk about some state tourism ads that have been out. Mm-hmm. And the way I think about this is I think state tourism is the same as hospital when it comes hospitals when it comes to marketing. Really? Yeah. How so? They're really all basically the same. Right. But they have certain components that are <clears throat> different, and how do you draw those out? Because like hospital ads that are all the freaking same, in, if you want to generalize with the smiling patients or the um, doctors, or like we like to joke, like the septuagenarian couple on the tandem bike, mm-hmm. so too are so many oh, tourism yeah. ads. Right. Happy people outside, look how happy we are. Yes. Come come to our Whose state. Whose state is this? A thirty-something couple canoeing on a lake with beautiful scenery behind them. Go Minnesota. Anyone with a lake? California, Texas. Any- Utah Florida.
1: Montana North they Dakota South Dakota yeah. They all have it, right?
2: They all have the sunset. Like only certain states get to see the sunset. Yeah, and only certain like right. certain states have bodies of water. Have bodies of water. Yes. yes.
1: But only South Dakota has Mount Rushmore.
2: That's true. That's true. And Crazy Horse. And Crazy Horse. I saw it. And Deadwood. That. That's phenomenal. I did not see that. It's never been finished oh, that's, though, has uh, it? That's it's, a town. it's ongoing. The shouldn't story it be finished of Mount Crazy Rushmore is finished. If you if you have time, look up the story of Crazy Horse. You know how it was made? One dude with a <laughs> stick. I kid you not. One dude. No, and he talks about he I think he's passed on and now his family's doing it. That's the only people that have created Crazy Horse, which is this which is basically Mount Rushmore but a horse and Crazy Horse on top of it. It's phenomenal. He basically started by building like this. It took him like two years just to build the stairs to get up the side of the cliff to start blowing stuff up. And he would get up there, and he like drop dynamite, and he'd scramble back down. And wow. it's, it's incredible. And it's like, like Santa Claus. He looks like Santa Claus. It's a really cool story.
1: A little plug for SD. <sighs> yeah. It's,
2: it's a beautiful fast. state. I was there last summer. It was really cool. <laughs> it's a beautiful state. So the two ads that we want to talk about real quick were California's ads, which have been getting a lot of play. California. Mm-hmm. Uh, which were the one ad that we remember is where they kind of joke about how people have misperceptions of California. Right. But then they demonstrate those. <laughs> like, everybody thinks we're a surfer. And it's like, so I think when somebody's saying that, they're like by a campfire. And then the next shot is a, a dude walking with a surfboard. And he mm-hmm. goes, or a movie star. And then they show like, movie, star, movie star. The Jonas brothers. <clears throat> they're not really a movie star. No, I don't think they did movie star. They did Celebrities. Yes. Yeah. That's what he said. So it's just kind of they're joking while at the same time reinforcing mm-hmm. the cool things about California. Yeah. I think it's, it's clever. Creative, yeah. Um does it make you want to go to California? No. Anything it does. This
0: reinforces my the reasons I don't want to go to California. Jonas really? Brothers? Yeah, the snoop, snoop, snootery snootery Kim Kardashian in a bikini. Yeah, it's not my thing. I've been there. I don't I don't necessarily You've been a- with Kim Kardashian. <laughs>
1: If you wish, wow. Adder- no, Um
0: I've yeah. I mean, San Francisco. I thought was a cool city. LA. I thought was the never some place I really would want to go back oh, to unless great, I had my to. kids
2: want to go there this summer. So
0: it's, well, Thanks. they probably won't want to go back once they've Ooh, been
1: there. Ba- probably better places in LA. Yeah,
0: I think San so too, Francisco right? is beautiful. I like. I enjoyed San Francisco, but
2: LA. It was like ugh, yeah. Okay, just so I won't go there. Lame. This is the anti LA tourism. <laughs> okay, so the other ad is Minnesota's ad. Which has been getting a lot of do, 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 positive do, reviews. The music, it has. where they we'll do a the song all the through. Yeah, no, it's 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 cool. Which is it's kind of like a sing along, and they <clears> have <throat> yep. different people in the ad. Mm-hmm. Of course, it starts off with somebody in a freaking canoe, goes from scene to scene, or, right?
0: Interesting transition, from almost person like to person old spice guy transition. Yeah, 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 It's kind of like they're, they're clearly Completely on a derivative. Set. Yeah, with some probably some CGI or something. Yeah. Somebody
1: said that music in there is the music from Juno. Or it's the same tune, which would make sense because the writers from Minnesota.
2: Right, but who's gonna put that together?
1: A Minnesotan.
2: Yeah, but the, their tourism ads. I if just they're tourism cool tidbit. they're not yeah. gonna be effective. I
1: thought it was a cool tidbit. Although I will say every,
0: cool
2: tidbit. every time
0: that commercial comes on, my son will come running out of the other room to stare it's a stand in
2: front of the TV and watch it and start dancing. People like the Joe Man are always injured but always promising catcher. Who can't is in it. carry a note worth? But I, I just don't get why I, people think it's great. I don't know. I think it's cute.
1: I think you're it's not. Cute too. You don't like anything cute, though.
2: No, I love things that are cute. But but <laughs> why does it? Make He's got you kittens come to for Christ's sake.
1: What does it say about Minnesota?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, what do you think that it says about Minnesota that's different than what other states could say?
1: Well, I think it's cool how it transitions. Throughout the, It's kind of like the California and then it cuts from scene to scene. <clears throat> I mean, it shows the different things you can do in Minnesota.
2: Right, but I guess that's what I'm saying. It's like...
1: In a creative way, I think. It
2: shows people canoeing. It shows people water skiing. It shows Snowboarding. people skiing. It shows the Twin Stadium.
1: Well, what else we got?
2: Well, I mean, to your point no, earlier, it shows all tourism
0: ads are the same. I mean well, the California kind of ones was a little is. different, but it's a for the people who wouldn't who don't want to go to California anyway, that ad's not going to attract you to California. It reinforces why you don't want to go to California.
2: the Minnesota ad actually dings California. And this is where again, I'm I'm getting really you're right. I'm getting really
1: <clears throat> cynical.
2: Cynical because it says we have more shoreline than California. Cuz we true. have so many lakes. Yeah. And I'm like that's like saying my <clears throat> ruby has more sides than your diamond. I mean, you really can't compare the shoreline quality of Minnesota to that of the beaches in Southern California or Northern California. That's that's entirely subjective, though. That's That's my point. That's entirely subjective, though. But I think 99 out of 100 people would say, if you're telling me I can pick the shorelines in Minnesota versus shorelines in California... I might. If you're not from Minnesota, you would probably pick California. Don't you think? I mean, I just don't think it's a good thing to compare. It, bragging that we have more shoreline doesn't really get you anywhere.
0: It's a more, it's more of a creative way to say we have more. It's water. we have a lot of water. Well, I mean, you could say you can say we are the land of ten thousand lakes, right? Which it's is more creative way to say that, maybe, right? Which is actually, I've heard it's more like the number is far greater than ten thousand. I've heard
1: they th- have, they have no some other interesting is. facts in there too, but like what? Do you remember? I, no, I'm forgetting. But there was because I remember you mentioning that one tidbit, and I listened for another one, but. People should watch the ad. I mean, I think it'd be interesting to hear what other people think mm-hmm. who aren't from Minnesota because we can pick on it because we are from here, <laughs> you know. But I will mm-hmm. say that compared to we get a lot of Montana ads and North we Dakota do get a lot ads, of and those Montana, yeah, yeah, yeah. and those are the ones where it's like, well, <clears throat> I mean, I'm sure Montana is beautiful, and I know North Dakota could be in its own in its own right, and
0: <laughs> the Badlands are really pretty. But good.
1: it's bad just are cool. those are the people who are on canoes, and I don't know. Yeah. I think I think it's cute, but.
2: You think Montana would be able I to think do everything's an ad cute. that demonstrated that there's no place like Montana because there really isn't. And it's no like no the like Wild Minnesota. West. It's just you have to capture that somehow. Mm-hmm. I mean, is Minnesota really different than Wisconsin? No,
1: really, pretty More much the same. shoreline. <laughs> Boom. It does it. Wisconsin's do a know? suburb of Minnesota.
0: Yeah. That's, that was who said that. That was Stevie Ray at that the guy, conference. Yeah, at the conference. He opened up
2: by. A, he back, says that when he's in Wisconsin, he says that about Minnesota.
1: <laughs> Maybe.
2: Maybe, I, I can be know. objective and say that I think Wisconsin has a lot going on over Minnesota. Wisconsin's I know there a beautiful are state, that would probably punch me in the eye for saying that. But both states are—they're both
0: amazing states. They're very similar. They They're—they're they're, they're very—they're cool like—they're like twins. Yeah, only are. we're the bigger twin, physically. <laughs> we're the skinnier, <laughs> taller twin. Yeah, they're the stout, short, wide. They're like squat. the fat. We're like the—they're the Danny DeVito, and we're the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Do you think we have we're more sort of
2: line than Wisconsin? We we'll have to look that up.
0: They do have some big lakes I don't think bordering so. them. Yeah, well, I would imagine we have more just because they're so they're a smaller state, just by virtue of our size and how many probably more Maybe. lakes we have. But they have Superior, but entire border is... Yeah, but their entire border of Superior is probably the equivalent of our northern border, which is also all Superior.
2: Oh good point. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna, <laughs> I I <don't laughs> I was gonna say
1: something, but then I thought maybe I
2: Somebody was have, somebody should look that up. I did the last study. When do you guys do that. <laughs> no, we just have to tell somebody in podcast land to do it and then never follow up on it again. Exactly. <laughs> so the moral of the story
1: is don't listen to Chris come to Minnesota.
2: Minnesota's fine. I just think it's I just think I struggle with how to differentiate it. And it's it's a nice ad. Right. It's better than the cliched, but I still don't think it
0: no, I, I, don't, I don't know what does that. No, I, so I mean, it, I it just, doesn't really say anything I don't know what does either. I unique think that's about point. Minnesota, but it's a clever ad, a cute little song that sticks in your head. So if nothing else,
2: it's got that going for it. Maybe I'm just too hard to please when it comes to tourism ads. <laughs> I think you um, are. I'll raise my hand and say that.
1: I will say that every time I see a tourism ad, I'm like, Ooh, that's pretty. I Look wanna go to North sunset. Dakota.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of pretty I mean North the, Dakota. I can almost remember their
1: South Dakota. I thought it was South Dakota. South Dakota, Dakota. Oh, no, see? <laughs>
2: yeah. It's South Great place. It's all about the music. Great
1: faces. South, South Dakota. Dakota.
2: Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: well that's done. the I mean, you do see a lot of I mean you see a lot of pretty things from from I don't know, from these states that you might not have thought had pretty things. So even if they are all the same, at least it goes to show that there's a lot of pretty things to see all over the country. Well said.
1: We got faces on a rock, bitches.
2: (laughs) 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 All right. Well, maybe we get some feedback on that. See if anybody else can Mm -hmm. tie healthcare marketing and tourism ads together. I defy (laughs) you.
1: <laughs> Who's got more shoreline in their hospital than?
2: <laughs> we tied it together. We didn't necessarily tie it together well, but nobody said we had to do it in a good way. We just had to do it.
1: No, I liked it.
2: Yeah. Did somebody say we had to do it at all? I did. <laughs> I set the bar. It's and I all about it being down. relevant. You knocked it down. <laughs> all right. We better sign off, huh?
1: Sure. All right. For yeah. arrogant
2: healthcare marketing mm-hmm. bastards podcast, this is Chris Bevelow.
1: Jackie Rattackle,
2: and Adam Meyer. Look out! thanks for joining us (laughs) talk to you next
1: week bye bye